We're in it? We're in it. All right. Let's kick it off. Welcome to another episode of Happy Power, yep. featuring myself and the legend, Sue Tran. Sue.Tren. How was your Christmas? It was good. Hung out with some family, opened some gifts, got some money, got like 200 bucks. Here we go. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. I was like, I'm like, damn, I usually don't even get money, but this year I got money for gifts and stuff because they didn't know what to buy me. Things are looking up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Everything's looking up financially. Everything. You could Big buy 26. one fifteenth of your next camera with that. Yeah, I could. I don't know what camera I would want next. Probably like a Canon R3 or something. You probably don't even know anything about that. No, people want to know, though. Yeah, Canon R3, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but you're a Sony boy right now. Yeah, I'm a Sony guy, but just something about the R3. It's just different. Is that the newest? It's not the newest. It's just like like one. I think it has like a new sensor or some shit. Like It's like one of its kind. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes it so unique. And it's just it's just a fucking, it's like a beast. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't go wrong with that. That's like the, that's like the ultimate all-around camera i in my opinion have you always had sony no i had canon first i started with canon my first my first camera i started with was a canon t3i no no canon t3 that one was like i really i really broke the bank to buy that shit it was like 600 at the time Did you get at walmart no uh camera store i think it was uh at king of prussia mall too oh, really? yeah it was like a camera store there it was like years huh i don't know I don't know what camera store it was, but I mean, it was, it was one in the KOP mall. It was like 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. David, you always been a Sony guy? Uh, no, actually. Actually, actually I'm lying. Yeah, my first camera was a Sony, but then I was like, I always wanted like the indie brands like Panasonic. Oh, really? Uh, huh. He, he went with the... Sony's are the workhorses. He went with the artistic brands. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see a lot of those. Everyone's got the Sony's now. Yeah, because those, those have, like, that unique look. It's like, you know, it's, it it's kind of like Fuji films. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe a Fuji every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, like a Fuji, yeah. But basically, I started with, start with the Canon. It was a T3, Rebel T3. I just took photos with that shit. I feel like everyone starts with that. Yeah, I know. Rebel yeah. T3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know about that, too? Corey, Corey had that oh, for a shit. while. I thought it was, like, the fucking greatest camera in the world <laughs> at the time. I'm like, damn, this thing's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was the best, too, at that time, too, but apparently not. But, I mean, it, it did the job, though. I mean, I was just taking ran pictures of random ass stuff anyway, like fucking shoes and stuff. It was the most random stuff. And then after that, I had, like, another Canon. It was, like, a M M3 or something. It was, like, a very small one. No, it wasn't M50. It was like an M Canon EOS M3 or something. It was some, it was some small point-and-shoot thing. And then after a, that, that's when I hopped into the Sony world. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Sony A6300 with the Sigma 30mm lens. Damn. Yep, that, 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 was, that, was like the, that was like that starter kit. Yeah. Like, like once you knew you was at that level, that's like that starter kit right there. See, I was I did the starter kit of uh, I'm gonna be a YouTuber back in like 2016, maybe. Yeah. Um, our boy Austin told me uh, if if I want to be a if I wanted to be the real deal, I had to get a G7. Oh, G7, G7X. <laughs> yeah. Oh G7X. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally G7. used it twice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's the point and shoot one. Yeah, right? a little point yeah, and shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was gonna be like recording all this very boring shit that nobody wanted to see uh -huh. and uh probably a good thing i didn't but 
Oh yeah, you doing uh, YouTube videos back after, in the right? day? Yeah, I'd sit in my car, I'd do the pre-workout rants. Yeah, and then I would also do like some really bad edited workouts <laughs> and some voice uh, voiceovers and yeah. yeah, they were trash. But every once in a while, like I'll get somebody to be like, "Man, I used to watch your like videos from when you'd sit in your car and talk," mm. and I'd be like, "Damn." No, when I first saw your videos, I mean, like when I first started coming here, I just like went on a powerboat channel and started watching your videos. It was like one of it was like one video of you like sitting in your room talking about opening this gym or something. Really? I mean, not not this gym. Uh, uh, conscious. The first one. Yeah, yeah, the first one. It was like you had your desk or something. Yeah. And he's, like, I had a little office it. in my old house, and I was like planning on doing like you know whole opening a gym series. Yeah. That worked out to be about three videos all together. <laughs> <laughs> Me just sitting in front of the fucking camera. I mean, there's probably some gems. Yeah. On right. There, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not the highest quality production. Ah shoot. Um. It was just like at the time, it was like I'm scrambling around trying, just trying to figure things out. Yeah. The last thing I was really thinking about was like, oh, maybe I should document this. But mm -hmm. that would have been fucking gold yeah, if I no, would have. If I would have like even just documented like my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Along that, like, because like people don't, I don't know if people really know unless they maybe go back and look at the videos, but it was like I was literally planning on opening a gym, but all in the process of that, I was going through like, pretty shitty breakup which was like kind of serious it was like we might as well have been married oh yeah so it was like splitting like our things yeah, up yeah. we had dogs we had the house there was like a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people don't really know about mm. and then on top of that i ended up selling the house moving to conchi because i was living in reading mm. already had like signed a lease for a spot in conchi didn't even have an apartment yet found the apartment after i found the gym location it was like a scramble, and that's yeah. why, like, that whole, like, opening a gym series just never panned out because it was literally, like, me just trying not to fucking Think about shit, shit to bed. Yeah, I feel that. But, damn, it would have been interesting. I have a – I'd have to look, but I definitely have some, like, some raw clips and pics of, like, what Conchi looked like before it was a gym, and it was a fucking yeah. – it was literally like a – shitty ass old might as well just call it a storage unit wait is it like a is it on like the second floor or something or is it like its own building it's a, it was no it's its own thing oh, okay. but like the guy who had it literally used it as a storage unit there's a bunch of random stuff in there uh, ugly and dreary as fuck yeah, yeah. though old like garage lighting and like one uh, or two of them worked oh my god yeah it was crazy Damn. and then like you know the front little office area was just outdated it wasn't terrible but it was just outdated yeah. But I have, like, a whole walkthrough. Do you have, like, like, a notebook of all, like, the notes you did? I don't know. Maybe. That would be, that would be so sick yeah. for, like, a little documentary thing. I know. Oh, my God. I, that's, that's the problem nuts. is, like, I feel like anyone that's, like, doing some cool shit, everyone thinks, like, they're going to be, like, documenting it. Yeah, and like, yeah. You don't really think about that no, shit. No, it's like, like once you get into it, you, like, like fucking. Yeah, you just keep doing it. You forget it. Yeah. You all about it. You're so. just trying to fucking get through the next move or right. figure out the next, you yeah. know problem that you have to solve yeah anyway speaking about power build so where's the name power build come from um so yeah kind of the origin of all that was you know i had the wsp at the time whitney strength and performance it was just like my personal training business but like i was getting some traction like i had a good amount of clients like you know i was doing pretty well had a little bit of a reputation so i was like you know what like just like fucking everyone nowadays wanted to have a brand. I was like, you know what? I need to turn this into a brand. Cause like 
I would make some WSP shirts and you'll still see some of my clients, they, they rock them and I'll make like comp tees still, but I had like some crew necks, I had hoodies, Oh yeah. but it's like, I was like, you know what? Like there was some random gym members that would just be like, let's support Colin and yeah. fucking buy some of this shit. Yeah. But like, you know, if you, if you really think about it, it's like, it's a personal training business. It's not like a brand. So I was like, all right, how do I create a brand? And I was like trying to figure out like what would make sense for with what I do. And at the time it was like obviously mainly powerlifting because that's what I was competing in. That's what I was starting to become, you know, known for gaining a reputation in. But the whole background, the whole start was like bodybuilding. Like I didn't give a fuck about powerlifting. I didn't even know what powerlifting was. I wanted to get jacked. I wanted to bench a lot, have big ass arms, just look good. That's it. Like I just want to be jacked. So there was always like a bodybuilding mentality, not necessarily competing or anything like that. I never really had the urge to compete um, almost once. There was almost once. I think you could do it. Yeah, it was. I was close. I was. Ta- I talked to the promoter in our area and everything, and he's like, "Yeah, we have the show." And like, I was gonna do it, but then just pussied out, I guess. But still, love love the style of training. Then got into powerlifting, but always kind of maintained a similar, not a similar style. I just made like a hybrid style that I you know, would coin power building. Not that I came up with the term or anything, but like, I just, that's the style I like Mm, to train. So I was like, you know what? Like at the time now, now there's like a lot of brands that kind of like throw the term around, but I feel like at the time I was probably like maybe one of the first people to kind of like really like use that word, put the stamp on it as like a more of a brand. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like I, I like power build, like, written out kind of like just yeah no. stupid yeah, to be yeah. honest so but i was like what if we just break it down like yeah. you know you could just like shorten it up plus six letters yeah just as like a i don't know maybe like a graphic design tip i feel like you can play around with yeah, exactly. six letters you can yeah. stack it three and three obviously that's like a lot on a lot of the back of our shirts and and some of this comes from austin as well but right, yeah. like yeah it just like made sense so right. and then the cool thing about it was is like all right so we're going with this power build name there's a W in power build. So we took the W from the Whitney Strength and Performance logo and slapped it into the power build logo. So it kind of, you know, was like a transition period yeah. of like Whitney Strength and Performance, uh, the training business turning more so into the power build brand and something that I could kind of market to more people than just people I was working with one on one. So yeah. from a branding perspective and like a growth perspective, it was like, I don't know, it was the next move for me, I guess. Because, like, yeah. at the time, like, personal training, like, couldn't handle anymore. Like, one person, you can only deal with so many people or work right. with so many people. So, yeah, it was kind of the next step. And, yeah, that's, I don't know, just what? made sense. Is it, is like, did you get, like, copyright or anything? Yeah, it's trademarked okay, okay, now, trademark. yeah. Because, oh, yeah. like, I knew at the time, too, like, that, it is, like, you know, it was starting to be around that time when, like, power building was mm-hmm. starting to pop off. And yeah. it was, like, people that were, like, you know, doing these power building workouts. Yeah. And now it's obviously everywhere, but yeah, no, I definitely want to like kind of trademark it. Cause I feel like even though, I don't know, it's kind of a unique, I guess because of the spelling breakdown, but yeah. it's still, you know, you got to trademark that shit. Yeah, exactly. So there's, so, there's no names before that. It was just, no, it was yeah. just power build. I know. Yeah. So nothing, no, there was really no other, uh, ideas that popped yeah, up. Yeah. Nothing head, else anything. that popped up. I don't know when it hit me. I still remember the moment it hit me. I was like yeah. on the couch having one of my moments where I'm just like fucking blank. I'm just like, yeah. I would probably have a blank stare on my face, but my mind is going like yeah, yeah. 
hyper yeah. hyper drive or whatever yeah. you want to call yeah. it. And it's like, like a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, and I remember like being oh, on my yeah ah full state yes yeah it's crazy but I have those moments all the time. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know I don't know if it's like a gift or think about your crazy ideas doing yeah that. like I feel like a lot of the times my best ideas they come like maybe when I finally like slow down at the end of the night or yeah. the shower. Yeah. But like, I literally still remember the moment when I thought of the Powerbill brand. I thought of the whole idea. I thought of like the membership website and yeah. like what it was going to consist of. Damn. And then jotted it all down. And then, yeah, I mean, relatively soon after that, I was able to kind of like bring it to life thanks mm-hmm. to the help of David. We were talking about this in the last podcast. You'll see, or if you, you probably hopefully watched it already, but yeah, right. David helped film our first little promo for Powerbill. Mm-hmm. So, damn. Yeah, I kind of knew as soon as I thought of that. Like, I don't know. It's just easy, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. simple. It's, like, yeah. You, you, yeah. It's just straightforward. Straightforward, yeah, straight to the point. I mean, sometimes I feel like it's cool when these brands have a little bit more, like, I don't know, substance to the name. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's, like, it literally did kind of, like, put the stamp on exactly, like, the style of training that right. I enjoyed and I yeah. helped people with and that I wanted to continue yeah. to help people with. So True. Here we are. Tra- training question. So you you all, you believe in that power building stuff because you know how like there's always that debate is like oh yeah you can't power build is our powerlifting or bodybuilding so no you, yeah so you, so you it's kind of like a hybrid thing right yeah I mean yeah that's so what I thought too it, it all comes down to like having the appropriate um, you know training cycles and phases to those training cycles you got to think about what what's the main goal at hand or what's the um, what's going to be the focus of this training cycle compared to another training cycle like at the end of the day like you can go full bodybuilding even as a power power lifter if you just got done a meet and you're not competing for another year in my opinion there's no reason to jump right back into powerlifting specific training immediately i think you're just going to break your body down you might be able to do it for a couple of years but like somebody who's been doing it over a decade i can tell you right now like if i just kept fucking being super specific with the big three competition lifts, low bar squat, conventional deadlift, benching all the fucking time, my body would break down. It yeah, already has break yeah. down and I've been fucking taking breaks and yeah, I've been yeah. like kind of doing like, you know, different styles of training throughout and it's inevitable. Like the human body is only going to be able to withstand so much and that's like with like having a pretty good idea of programming. It's not like I'm like intentionally running myself into the ground. Right. It's just overuse is a thing yeah. anyone who's in powerlifting yeah, yeah, is going to experience that even if you are on a good program with a good coach who knows what they're doing it's like it's inevitable right. you're gonna have to know when to auto regulate that's why i'm like so big on that like learning how to adjust on the fly just because the program says something one day doesn't mean you have to fucking stick to it to a t mm-hmm. that's just going to get you in trouble again i'm always thinking long-term longevity so if you're not willing to adjust, you're honestly just kind of going to become detrimental to yourself. So highlight that. Yeah, highlight that. And let's take a shot. All right. Yeah. What do you want to? <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to go Tillamore Dew? Uh, you didn't like that the other day, huh? I don't. I I never tried that one. This is rum. Oh yeah. Don't. I mean, it's not even open yet. I'll, I'll just drink that. Or do you want the red breast? I'll take that. It's a red breast. Red breast is good. Is that whiskey? Yeah. Oh, sure. Irish. <laughs> You have to be specific with that. A little different, a little different bourbon. You got a little different flavor. Irish whiskey, a little different. Fuck, I guess I got to finish that. Fuck yeah, it. There you go. Okay. Oh, taste it with some soda water. All right. Cheers. Cheers. I'm 
I don't know. I'll just zip, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just sip on that. But getting back into you know whether or not the power building thing is real or not, mm. if you look, and like I mean, it's the proof is like right in front of us. Um, now maybe not all of the top top powerlifters are maybe thinking they're doing a power building style of training, but it probably is like all of the top lifters, not all of them. Like I'm being a little more of the general, but like mm-hmm. for the most part, most of the top power lifters now are pretty fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, they're probably not doing squat bench and deadlift every single session, every single day. Like, obviously they're doing a lot of that, but I bet you they're getting their accessory work. Yeah. I mean, you see it now, like you see like Bob's doing a lot of accessory yeah, work. Right. You see, uh, I think like Atwood seems to do quite a bit of accessory work. Like, a lot of my clients do a lot of accessory work, male and female. And I know some of them don't like it. Some of them are like, fuck, I'd just rather be super yeah. specific. But, yeah. like, there's a reason that their numbers are keep going up and their ceiling continues to grow, whereas some of these other people, they get pretty stagnant and they stay there for year after year. And although maybe they're competitive still, I don't know. Their, their numbers haven't changed a whole mm. lot. So I think it just, you know, depends on what, again, the goal is. Like, yeah. if you're just trying to be the – best powerlifter in the world you could you you could just get away with just always doing the big three Thinking, all the yeah. time but mm-hmm. at the end of the day i feel like you're probably more prone to setbacks injuries yeah. tweaks burnout plateaus more often yeah say. yeah because just doing the same thing over and over again yeah so i feel that I, I i don't think i can ever do powerlifting honestly i love i love the accessory part oh yeah like, i was doing like a powerlifting program with my friend the other day and it was just like two like three sets of bench and then it was like four accessories i was like I was like, "We done?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "What the? F- what is it? What is this?" I was yeah. like, I, "I was like, you can go. I'll, I'll do some more. I'll do some more bodybuilding work." Yeah. So I don't think I can ever do. I mean, I did it first when I, like at my home gym, like at my home gym. I just did SBD and then like obviously accessories and stuff. But I mainly focused on like squat bench, squat bench and deadlift. So like that was like a, I guess foundation. Yeah, that was a foundation. Yeah. And I guess like. I just outgrew that or like I just got bored of it and mm-hmm. I just wanted to do like bodybuilding stuff because I never really like went the only actual other gym I went to was like LA Fitness or some shit yeah and that was like in South Philly this was like the only gym like, I actually went to mm-hmm. so once I start once I started coming here that's when like all the machines were here and shit I was like all right machines okay we is, is lit now yeah so. you could expand the exactly, exercise yeah, selection exactly, yeah, and that's the thing too is like uh and I just like posted the one reel we just talked about this but you know, it keeps it interesting too. Like, you know, trust me, I love squat bench and deadlift as much as anyone. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I also enjoy getting out, getting out from under the barbell and like just going and doing like the squat pro. Yeah. Fucking love yeah. that machine, yeah. or like the pendulum squat, or on an or like if it's an upper body day, shit. I just want to hammer some buys and tries, like using some machines and like exactly. it just keeps it fresh, keeps it fun. I think it's highly underrated kind of the psychology or the mental aspect to training and getting results where it's like if you're burnt out and you're not really enjoying what you're doing in the gym the results are going to suffer it's inevitable you're not going to put as much effort into that training as you would if it's something that you're actually enjoying so that's another big aspect to it is like even maybe if it's not optimal for maybe the sport at a certain time Maybe it's just good to mix it up just for the, the right. mental yeah, well-being. Yeah, just for you to feel good. Yeah, like, even if it's like a week. It. Yeah, especially if you're going to be in it for a long time. You yeah. Don't, you don't want to keep doing the same shit over and over again. Yep. It's always good to switch up. And it's like a lot of people think, oh, wow, I'm struggling right now. 
I'm just going to take off for a week. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's fucking stupid. Right. You're going to literally probably feel worse after mm-hmm. that time off. Just switch up the training. Go yeah. into the gym. Do some different yeah, shit. Do some tricep pushdowns. Yeah, something. try out yeah. some machines yeah. that you haven't had the chance to do because the program doesn't have it on there. Exactly. Like, enjoy it. Have a little fun. Mix it up. I guarantee you, after that week, you'll be ready and you'll kind of be like chomping at the bit to exactly. now get back to those primaries and push yeah. it again. Yeah. So then you gotta take mesomorph. Mesomorph. <laughs> yeah. APS Nutrition. Give me a code, please. Yeah. I need a fucking code. If you're ever struggling, just take mesomorph and you'll be ready to fucking go. Yeah, you go and then you just chill. Like it's, I, I think that's like the only pre that ever did that to me. Like where like the crash, it's, it's not a crash, it's not a hard crash. It's like a, it's like a calm crash. It's Lower, like, lowers yeah, you back but down you, gently. But you have energy though. It's yeah. weird. Like you could put you like in that. So I, I have four phases of mesomorph. So the first phase is like, you know, it's getting started, and the second phase is when you like, oh yeah, you're, you're ramping up, and then like like the phase three is like when you go like aggressive. And this phase four is when you like get that like crash, but like it's like slow crash. But like I feel like if I were to put effort, I could still do the same weight as I did like when I first took the pre. Like I feel just as strong. Yeah, it's it's. But it's, it's just not, like I don't feel like it, you know. It's not a crash. It's more yeah. so you're just coming back down exactly. to earth. Exactly. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I get that. I took it a few times now, and I like it a lot. Yeah. And I do. I like as soon as I took it, I was like, I actually. I literally felt like pretty much all of the phases that you True. just said. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. I think it's one of my favorites that I've had in a long time because I feel like a lot of them now are just like too extreme one way or another. Yeah. And it's rare that you kind of find one that kind of just hits right. Power Bill Sups. Power Bill Sups. Yeah, someday. Someday maybe we'll create the magic formula, the Power Bill Yak. There you go. The Yak. But I don't know. In due time, supplements seem really difficult. Yeah. Seen a lot of people get try there. supplements. That would be like a side quest. Yeah. Like a side quest. Yeah, we have we have to accomplish a few more things. Yeah. We got we got get the gym squared away exactly. even further. Yeah. Figure out this merch game. Right. Be more consistent with that. Yep. yep. Any any New Year resolutions? Um. Oh, you have me. I just thought. I know. I mean, the only thing. What did I put down? I think. I think I jotted down a couple things that they weren't even like. I don't know if they were resolutions or more so like focuses mm. i guess i don't know i don't have like a specific like i want to accomplish yeah. this yeah they're more so like be more consistent with content like just do more content volume feel that volume yeah volume so i was telling you today i was like i just yeah. want to be putting pumping out volume pumping out shit all day it's not necessarily like Due to that volume, I want to be here with like a following of any kind. I feel like that'll just all come. Yeah, Event- organically. organically. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, organically and eventually. Yeah, it's more so the action. You was just listening to your boy, some some guy. Um, <laughs> he was just more so talking about like focus on the actions. Yeah. And then essentially. Fuck the outcomes. Yeah. Don't think about the outcomes. Just do it. Yeah. If you do you the do actions, it, you just follow, you the follow outcomes the are going to happen exactly. inevitably. Yeah. Yeah. That. What else did? I don't think I had any. I mean, I mean, obviously, I, I'm only looking forward to like, like one major thing next year is that whole UFC thing I told you about. Yeah. That's like the only like, that that's like what I have my eyes set on because that would be crazy. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. Shout out Jody. Appreciate yeah. you for the opportunity. But that's gonna be nuts. Bro, I hope I hope McGregor comes back. I'm going. 
Oh, McGarry comes back. If you're going, I'm going. I'll just have to buy my ticket. <laughs> I'll be up in the stands. Just yeah, 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 fucking... yeah. J- just get behind the scenes from like up, yeah. up above. You know, oh, yeah. While filming or something. That'll be, that'll be sick. Yeah, I've been honestly wanting to go there anyway. I'm like, damn, like Madison Square Garden is not that far. I was like, how have I not been to an event there? Yeah, I mean, I've never been there either. So yeah. I don't even know. Like, because I hate, I hate going to New York anyway. Yeah. There's like so much traffic. It's a lot. Like, it's just a lot of shit. And it's like no parking. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? So I don't even go there. But you know, one place I miss. I I never I never thought I would miss this place, but I miss Paris for some reason. Really? Like, yeah, I just miss France, like just being overseas. Yeah, it, it I don't was know cool. why. Like, uh, like we we obviously we had a good time, but not like it was like ecstatic or anything. No, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I just miss it for some reason. It, it was it definitely was one of those ex- experiences that I feel like you. It was a little bit harder to, I guess, enjoy, not 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 enjoy it. It was a little harder to appreciate mm. maybe the experience during that time. Yeah. Only because I think we were kind of we were like, yeah, it's like nothing we, were we like did was crazy, yeah, but exactly. we were kind of like bouncing around. We yeah. were like, we had to drive to this place, drive to this place. All right, you had to drive back to the other place. Yeah, I don't know, a yeah. bunch of driving and shit. Yeah, there was like, like driving. I, I think had, it was like, just like the experience or something, just being overseas. Yeah, it was. It was one of those things I look back now and I'm yeah. like, damn, that was kind of cool. Or like, I'll think of a moment, I'll be like, damn, that was. I'm yeah. like, yeah, exactly. that was actually pretty dope. Yeah. You the any... boat, the boat. Club. Oh, the boat. <laughs> what was that thing called? It was like I boat. I boat. Yeah, yeah. I boat. You couldn't even film in there. They literally I-boat. taped your. They literally taped your back camera, but then you can all always like see your front camera. You can always use your front camera. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? But yeah, they basically like tape your back camera. You can't even film in there, and like all the videos I were filming is just like black screen. Yeah. And it's just like neon lights and stuff. It was funny as shit. But that like that was a very I-boat. interesting club. That was a very interesting club. Very interesting. For yeah, sure. the people over there are definitely a little different. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just like, I don't know. Maybe like the the club scene. It's just a little more. It's like it, I mean, it's what I expected. It wasn't like I guess it wasn't that different. I think we went over. We didn't realize like maybe it was because it was Halloween. Was it? It was like a week. It was like the weekend before. I think. Really. I don't know, unless those there were there were some people that were dressed up like fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like I think straight up think, out of like. <laughs> Hostel or something like that. They were in like straight <laughs> leather. I think that's their normal drip over there. Maybe. I feel like that might be going like, out close. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because like that, like France is like known for like uh, fashion and shit. At least Paris is. But yeah, I think that's how they usually dress over there. Huh. Yeah. I kind of expected that for some reason. Yeah. I was like, yeah. If I were to see something like that, it'd definitely be here. So. No, yeah, definitely a little bit different with the fashion industry, yeah. but. Especially when you're fucking like me. I only wear T-shirts and sweatpants. Oh, yeah. When I'm going somewhere nice, I put on my nice sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> nice sweatpants. Like, I mean, I, honestly, me too. Yeah, that's, that's me too. Like, literally, like, it's just, you always see me in a hoodie and sweats. Yeah, Great yeah. sweats. Like, these are like the training pants. I, I just, yeah, I don't even, like, what do you even need pants? Like, yeah. like <laughs> what, what deems, like, what deems it necessary to wear, like, pants? You just got to wear, what do you, what do you mean, like? Unless I'm going somewhere where people are you, I oh, don't. Oh, you talking kn- about pants or sweats? Or are you, yeah, are you, or yeah, sweats no. Fall under <laughs> no. that category. I'm not saying you shouldn't wear pants. <laughs> oh, okay. In I, was like, I was like, wait, what? I mean, like <laughs> okay. regular pants, yeah, like, like jeans, and even shit. like jeans yeah, or like khakis. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it's rare that I feel obligated to wear like something like that. Only to, like fancy restaurants or something. Maybe like a fancy restaurant. Like That's a the wedding. only place I wear like a, like a actual jeans or like some pants or some shit. Dress pants. Yeah. But other than that, it's all sweats. Yeah, I, I wish like you could go everywhere in sweats. I think, I think you can. Out. I mean, you could, but it's just like not. 
just like Adam Sandler does. I just wouldn't feel right. I wouldn't feel fitting. Like no, if I yeah. were to go to Del Frisco's with sweatpants, I'd be like, damn, I'm 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 fucking dumb right now. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's hard out here, you know. Yeah. Not all of us can have fucking France swag. Yeah, I know. They're they're drippy over there. Not gonna lie. Yeah, everyone definitely dresses better than us. Yeah. We gotta go over there for like a creative, uh, what, uh, retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool. I mean, I'd like now that I've been there, I feel like the next time I would go would be way better. Yeah, yeah, we we would have to like uh, structure it. Yeah, I just better. would be more comfortable. Yeah, like, if like, we're when going we, to do something, I'd be exactly. like, I kind of get the yeah, yeah, yeah. process yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I understand, like you know, you gotta drive aggressive in traffic and shit. Sortie means get out of the parking garage. Yeah, sortie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then messy, messy. Pe- interacting with people was like easier and easier as you were there, and like it wasn't that hard anyway. Yeah, it wasn't even that hard. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, the the waitress was like, "Oh yeah, I don't speak, I don't speak English." And then she started talking to us in French. I was like, "I don't understand you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why you keep talking to me." I was like, "I just kept pointing." Yeah. And then like, uh, I was looking at the menu, <laughs> and then um, I was about to order one thing, but it was all in French. So I was like, "What the fuck is he even saying?" And then I put it in translator. It's like goat cheese or something. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely not getting that yeah, shit." It's like that. beef with goat. Yeah, cheese. Yeah, I was like, "What is that?" I was like, "What the hell?" Damn. But. Got any uh, big plans for next year, like where to go or anything? I don't know. I'm trying to think. We obviously have like a bunch of stuff planned as like work trips, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I want to definitely do something like vacation wise, like truly not work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just chill. Just chill somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. maybe even like Florida. I got some friends down there I wouldn't mind seeing. I don't know if I'll go anywhere crazy. I'd like to go to Mexico, to be honest with you. I never even, really? I never made it to Mexico. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Everyone says Mexico is like the greatest place. Like, really? Yeah. I mean, whenever I hear Mexico, I hear like drug cartels and shit. I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're everywhere. Philly's right down. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But like, exactly. Yeah. So I want to go to Philly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, so if I don't want to go to Philly, I want to go to Mexico. <laughs> I don't want to get killed. Yeah, but, that's true. Uh, I'm thinking like Japan or, or like Korea yeah, or Tokyo. something. Yeah, Tokyo. I, want, I definitely want to go there. For yeah, sure. Tokyo could be on that list. Yeah, we Tokyo. Have, we'd have to like figure. We gotta find a reason to go. Korea. To... South Korea. Yes. No. North Seoul. Korea, bro. North Korea. <laughs> North. Yeah, Korea. South Korea. No, I want to go South Korea. South Korea, Tokyo. We can go to North Korea. No, you We're got that. Oh yeah. Why? Anyone can go. From who? From the regime, but like they let they they. Like, but can you get out though? Like, can you get out they though? Let people like go. Hmm. It's just very like. like I feel like strict. that would be like somewhere though. I would make like a lot of wrong moves. I think oh, I'm actually yeah, no. an international felon in yeah. multiple countries. Yeah. <laughs> like, in France. <laughs> The magazine issue going through TSA. If you guys think, aren't familiar, yeah, you if you missed the vlogs. Yeah, I don't think you told the pot that. I don't know if we ever went over this in the podcast, but yeah. as we were flying into Ireland, we were stoked. We wanted to go to the Black Forge Inn, go visit Conor McGregor, at least his restaurant. And uh, we walk outside. We were about to get like a taxi or an Uber, and we were like, we better make sure it's open. We look, place isn't open. It's not going to be open for like another hour. So we're like, shit, we're not going to have enough time. Uh, Dublin was just a layover before Paris. So we're like, all right, well, we'll just go on our way back because it'll work out time-wise better. As we're going back through TSA, my bag gets ran through fucking six times. I don't even know how many times. Here, I forgot 
a loaded magazine in my book bag. I carry an extra mag. You never know. And yeah, I literally went through Irish TSA with a fucking loaded magazine. So the airport police came, questioned me, asked me basically if I'm a terrorist. Then they had a call what they, their, their police out there is just like, they call them the national police. So they called the national police out, which sounds way more official than you would right, think. Yeah. They come out, they questioned me. So all in all, it just ended up being like an hour delay and a little bit nervous, a little bit of uh, nerves, but we ended up going through, shout out to the Irish police. Dope you, as you fuck. Got, you got to do the accent. Oh, man. <laughs> do, their, do their accent. What? I know. <laughs> what, what was the one thing that he's saying? They he's were like, like uh, uh, Philly TSA. Yeah, he was like, where'd you come in from? And I was like, uh, Philadelphia. He's like, oh, so Philly TSA, just <laughs> just letting you walk way through. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, and I'm God. not going to lie. Like, let's be honest. The Irish have the coolest fucking accent in right. the world. Yeah. Then the other cop came over and was like, then they were like cursing. Like they were just like having some banter and they were like cursing. The guy's like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, dude, this is, this is like, I'm like, this is so cool. But like at the same time, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm fuck, I'm I know I'm like, up. I'm probably going to get fucking an anal cavity <laughs> search in the next 15 <laughs> minutes and end up in a fucking cell. Oh, shit. Anyway, I wasn't that scared. I was like, I was just thinking like. He's keeping well, his cool. I was like pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. But I was inside thinking like, man, like they definitely don't fuck with guns over yeah, here. I'm right. thinking like even in Philly, if they would have caught me, I'm feeling like there's going to be some issues. Yeah. And I'm just like over here, it's got to be even worse. Yeah, but then like, I don't know. I guess it, I don't know. Yeah. I, it was surprisingly not that bad. Yeah. I thought it was going to be worse. Yeah. When, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. When, when they were checking you, I was like, oh, Damn, bro. What if he gets arrested? Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah. So I was like, figuring out, was, like, I was like, I know. what hotel am I gonna stay at? Like, I was just like looking at hotels and shit, just around the area. I was like, I guess I'm staying at one of these drones. <laughs> I know. It was on the way there too. So I'm yeah. like, Jesus. I like, I, we just, you know, I just like dropped like, I don't know how much money just to even get there. And I'm like, I'm not even gonna get there. Oh, I'm yeah, like, right. this is gonna be <laughs> yeah. so bad. Yeah. But um, and then yeah. So literally, I think I'm uh, I think I have like some type of fine from france too i just got something All in the right. mail Again? yeah yeah or, like or is that the one so the other time you there was about. an easy there was like an easy pass thing this one's like a straight up violation i oh, like shit. did the text on google translator yeah. and it says something about violation i didn't like make my way all the way down the the letter but it's definitely something semi-official damn and they want me to pay something but i don't really damn. know how to pay it but <laughs> regardless yeah i think i'm i think i'm doing well with this whole international travel yeah that was our first international trip. Yeah. What an experience. Definitely made it count. Yeah. I mean, like, when we, when we were going through the airport and stuff, like, when we were going through customs, I forgot that whole process mm. even existed. Customs and shit. Because I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't, we don't do this shit. In this. We don't, I don't do this shit going to Texas or something. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, wait, we international. Yeah. I forgot all about that it's shit. It's like right in the movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, damn, this fucking feels crazy. It feels so exotic and stuff. Yo, fuck the Paris airport. I'm just going to say Oh, it. yeah. Oh, my God. Paris airport. You guys need to do worst. something about that. Yeah. They need to be more efficient with Places, the or something. Yeah. Like, like the lanes are like, I'm not, I don't even know what, I don't even know what the weight was. Because, like, when we got to the front, we just walked through. I know. We just literally Place, just walked yeah. through. I was like, why, why don't people just walk through? I don't, I don't get this. They thing. need some better systems. It was hot yeah. as fuck in yeah. there. It was about 
thousand too many people. It was just. I think it's the one of the worst airports or something. Yeah, we looked it up. <laughs> it's like you top are, ten. Yeah, yeah, Paris Airport. You're literally like the worst airport in the world. Yeah, so literally like you top to, ten worst airports. You need to figure that out. <sighs> that was a good time. You got any? Uh, you got anything coming up 2023 travel wise other than work? <sighs> no, I mean the international trips we were just talking about, but I, I kind of want to go Utah, dude. Yeah, let's I wanna, do I wanna it. I want to go stargazing. I want to go Utah Zion National sick. Park. Yeah, I know. My my co- my cousin lives there, but like he, they obviously they move around a lot, so like I never got a chance to go there. But that's definitely one of the places I want to go because I. I don't know. I like I like going like those canyons and mountains and shit. Yeah, I'm a I'm like that type where like you outdoorsy. I, yeah, I'm outdoorsy. I don't really fuck with the beach like that. Damn. I like the nature the nature part yeah. and stuff. So like Utah's the spot then. Yeah. I Utah is incredible. Yeah, Literally, probably the probably the best state overall that I've ever been to. Just as far as like well rounded. Yeah. Just like when you go out there, literally as soon as you come off the plane, you're like, "Wow, this is fucking beautiful." Yeah, mountains are sick. It's like hot. Big, you know. It's not. Well, that's the thing is like, because it's dry, Uh, you can literally have an 85 degree day, on like say it's summer, and it's perfect, literally perfect. Like clear blue skies, 85, warm, but like not like hot. Like, you know, when it's like 85 here, yeah, it's just like gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like that at all. I mean, yeah, you have like, just, I don't know, like everything's just kind of like newer, better. They got like newer restaurants. Like everything's almost like newer out there because we're used to like Philly. So Philly's like this fucking, this is like where the forefathers established our yeah. fucking freedom or whatever. Yeah. And then you go out there and it's like they they corrected all the bullshit we uh, fucked up here. So like highways are better, yeah. easier, mm. bigger. I don't know. There's just Have you been to Zion National Park? No, nah, I haven't I haven't been there. I haven't really got a chance to like see some of that stuff. Mm. Like never been to Snowbird, even though that's not that far from like where Ken's is at. Cool. But I'd like to go out there like winter time. That would be. Do you, do you do any of that? Do you like board or like ski? No, no, oh, damn. Nah, I never tried any of that. Yeah. I, my my whole family goes, but I never I never went. I don't know. I just don't want to fucking die. Yeah, you get banged up the yeah, first no. time, dude. Yeah, it's, my it's cousin like, my cousin broke his uh, collarbone and shit. Oh yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to end up like that, bro. Yeah, it's so, tough. Yeah, you might have to go inner tubing. Uh, I don't even know what that is. You just get in a big tube and just slide down the. Oh uh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you. Can still die like that. You would, like fly yeah. off a fucking cliff. It's fucking yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> sure. But boarding is like, dude. I'm. I just don't go enough to like get good enough. So like, I'm guaranteeing myself about three to four good falls every time. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Then they get the hang of it. And yeah, you. Could, yeah. I mean, you, you like honestly, if you were to like just dedicate a day yeah. to the mountain, yeah. you would pretty much. You you would feel semi comfortable maybe by the end of the day right. and then the next time you would go you'd be like wow yeah, way better yeah it takes yeah. like three two three times probably sure. but the first time you 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 honestly might as well wear like padded underwear because your <laughs> ass is gonna get oh yeah yeah beat yeah, up yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, like yeah, you're just gonna that. take spills it's an it's inevitable getting off the ski lift everyone yeah. always fucking tumbles yeah like how how the fuck uh, is it is it like all the way in the in the, in the fucking yeah. air. So in order to get on the ski lift, you have to have one foot out of the board, one foot one foot on the board, okay. which is already kind of awkward. You're yeah, like I know. Yeah, kicking with yeah. one leg, trying to get up. Sitting on the the lift is yeah. a little easier, okay. but then you have to get off the lift. So like you got to kind of like get the board down, step on the one side that is, but your foot's not latched in, yeah. and then like ride down. What the hell? 
Wait, so okay, all right. Uh, uh, this this might be dumb, it, like dumb question, but like, so the 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 what, what is they called? Yeah, the lift. Yeah. So it goes it goes close to the ground, right? Yep. Yeah. Right, then so you, you just off. sit down. Oh, I thought I thought you're like on a lift and you gotta jump off or something. Oh shit. no. So once you <laughs> like, get wait, what the, fuck? the lifts, like kind of like they go up and yeah. then they come back yeah, around okay, and then sense. they go on the flat. Ah, okay, so then you okay. stand in front of the seat and then yeah. you just plop your ass gosh, down on it. Gosh. But then when you go up, yeah. As you once you get to the top, yeah. you gotta get off the fucking lift because yeah, that motherfucker's yeah. gonna go back down. Yeah. So you gotta just kind of like ride off. You ride off onto like more of the top part of the mountain, but. It's still like you gotta like get your foot on. There's yeah, usually yeah. like two or three or four of you on the fucking lift. Yeah, you know, it's just like I, I'm the one. That I suck, so like I end up fucking like eating shit, <laughs> yeah. and then all the other people at the top waiting to go down the mountain are like, "Look uh, at this fucking yeah. dickhead," you know. <laughs> but it's all fun. Damn, it's all fun. Yeah, definitely Utah. I don't know where anywhere else I would go. I don't really have anywhere else I would want to. We go. were talking about doing a uh, like a power build team. Oh yeah. Like, Gym, gym tour thing. Or well, I was oh, yeah. Or like the retreat. Like oh, yeah, we were gonna retreat. do like a oh, team yeah. building like retreat. But oh, then yeah. we like started talking about like some of the yeah the, things that could go wrong, yeah, and we were like, I don't know, like yeah. maybe I don't know, maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> it could be fun. I mean, it would be fun. Yeah, I think we got just... like I don't know. Would, would you do like would we do like the athletes or like the staff? Yeah, that's see that and that's the problem right, too. Is yeah. like at this Even, point, either or would be bad yeah. anyway. You know, so like. What's crazy is like Power Bill now, we have like 13 employees. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Somebody brought that up the other day. I was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago that, and we were just talking about this earlier too, but like, I was the, like, it was just me. Like, I would like literally go to the Conchi, 8 a.m., sit there until about fucking. 10 p.m. Yeah. and be like, all right, I'm going to train now. Staff hours are over. <laughs> Staff hours for me sitting in the fucking chair. Yeah. And, yeah, now there's, like, 13, so. Wait, so how, how long did you run it for until you, like, started had to hire, hire people? It was, uh, so, unfortunately, it was, like, we opened, or I opened Conchi, right? Mm. Six months later, COVID hit, mm. shit hit the fan, and, uh, I pushed it as long as I could. Yeah. Eventually closed for, I think it was like a month and a half-ish. Damn. And then reopened. Yeah. And then when I reopened, shit popped off. Yeah. Still just me. Yeah. But then as it got to the point where it was like, sh- we, we started getting all these members because we were the only gym open. Mm-hmm. Um, then I ended up getting uh, one kid who was already like a member at the time, Nick. Shout out to Nick Peterson. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. I hired him. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks Julius was the first employee. He wasn't. Julius was the second employee. <laughs> Nick Peterson was the first employee. He's he's the ultimate OG. There you go. But uh, he was only around for a little bit. He was up here for uh, an internship, I think. Gotcha. And then after he left, Julius came on board. And then after Julius, you know, we maybe added one other person part-time for Conchi. Mm-hmm. And then we pretty much just rode it out like that for a while. It was like me, Julius, one, yeah. uh, one other person. There was a couple people that kind of like rotated in. Yeah. You know, it's and then Chino was Chino was like your media guy that yeah. whole time, right? He was David was like, yeah, David uh, was like kind of on and off at that time. Like, I couldn't like afford to like have yeah. like a full time like media guy. Like, Gosh, yeah. I mean, David was the closest thing that we had. Um, we would also have like uh, Slick do some stuff, we would also have Corey would do some stuff, mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah, and then like eventually it got to the point where like David became like the the yeah, guy. Yeah, the guy. 
And then it's him. David's him. Yeah. And then until we until we opened KOP, yeah, it was just like me, Julius, and usually like one other person that would help out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, yeah, KOP needed to be like fully staffed. Yeah. Like I, you know, you can't be at two places. At yeah, one, I know. So. Yeah. Damn. But, interesting. Yeah. Here we are. Now we yeah. have a full on media team. Oh yeah. See, you gotta trust the process. Mm-hmm. Now we're here. Now you're here. And then it's gonna be my first time at Kanchi like in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta get content over there for sure. Yeah, we're gonna bring you guys some content from Kanchi. Show yeah. Kanchi some love. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the beginning yeah. of kind of starting like the smaller gym, you know, by myself. You know, just going back touching on some of that stuff because like now it's like we're talking about some of the stuff that kop has done which is great but i think it'd be interesting to talk about some of the people who are just starting out or like talk about how we just started some more of the people who are just starting out kind of be a little bit more uh relatable because most of the people that i get that like reach out are like interested in starting a gym they're probably on the track of starting something similar to conchi yeah so that would be good to like have that relate to them yeah instead of like just filming here all the time we're yeah. like damn i gotta start with that yeah when they could literally start with something like kanshi no yeah that'd, yeah, be, yeah. that'd be very good relatable content. yeah i mean if you're like if you're doing shit on your own like kop honestly is probably unrealistic to start out with but like kanshi it's pretty realistic i mean obviously you need to like you know you need to make some money put some money to the side need to have your shit together but uh you know i would say almost anyone could start a gym like kanchi the the trick after that is like getting it to grow how do you how do you get traction how do you you know develop the community how do you improve the gym and then eventually put yourself in position to maybe open a bigger location or something mm-hmm. like that but yeah that's yeah. my course coming yeah soon. we got some gems coming we yeah. got some gems coming if you guys want to hit us in the comments if anyone here is listening and like you're interested in the gym owner content that we've been doing hit us in the comments give us some ideas a lot of the questions that i answer or talk about on instagram they're from people that dm me and ask me different things so right you only, you guys only get this shit free for a limited amount of time okay before <laughs> that shit gets closed down and then we you have to pay for that shit so take advantage now we're gonna have a gym owner uh, mastermind course oh yeah I just I, I'm gonna I think we need to do another gym or two. That's yeah. that's the key. Yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna rinse and repeat exactly a few more times. Yeah, yeah. I mean th- that's exactly how it's supposed to be because like the 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 one dude I was filming down in Virginia, he's basically like he already has a credibility because he already built multiple things like that. Yeah. Where it made multiple figures. Yeah. Every year, so he has that credibility. Yeah. The more credibility you have, obviously, the more people like you have like to join. To follow yeah. you, to listen yeah. to you and stuff. So. That's the key. That's yeah. the key. I think that's where, like, some some people lose that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everyone, it seems like, wants to be a guru of some kind. They, they take step one, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking Yeah, they, guy. like, kind of, like, jump the gun. Exactly, they yeah. try and jump ten steps ahead mm-hmm. when it's like, maybe you should just focus on doing shit first. Like, yep. keep doing shit. That way, then, you could kind of tell your story on how you did it. Exactly. Um, Instead of just doing one step and then jumping yeah right to like literally like that's a, we, we we probably had this podcast before we had the podcast because earlier i was like it literally still doesn't feel like i've done shit so like sometimes when i'm giving out like the the gym owner stuff it's like i don't know like i feel like i like i want to like build up 
more the power bill gym brand and name more before like truly being able to be like hey guys follow follow this you yeah, know yeah, process yeah. you know what i mean it's you, like you, you feel like you're not you're not the shit yeah you're not the yeah, shit yeah I, you know? I, I just like i haven't done that exactly, much like yeah. i've had a little bit of success and i feel like why the gym owner uh you know reels and content have come about is because i honestly do get more questions about that than yeah. anything else so i think it is good right. and obviously like the feedback's been good but yeah. i just i don't know it's like i feel like everyone has to focus a little bit more on doing shit mm -hmm. and then the content and the information can come out way yeah. more org organically and uh yeah. you'll have better better lessons to teach anyway better stories to tell exactly but but then but then again you could always like compare you to obviously way back then yeah like you obviously built all that yeah so it's definitely good for like the early stages of content but if you if you want to keep going, you gotta do more, and then obviously more content will come. Uh oh. Intermission. Intermission. My bad. Good. But how many times do you get asked what camera you use? A lot. A day. A lot. I don't know why, but like I always get those DMs. But then like I literally have like the first story highlight is a frequently asked question, and mm -hmm. it's, it's always in there. No one, no one ever cares to check that. Damn. It's literally right. The is the first slide too. Yeah. It's like what camera I use. And Do you just like, send them that? No, I don't. I mean, sometimes sometimes I send them that, but then sometimes I just ignore it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I get I get so many DMs asking about that. I mean, obviously, I I. I try not to ignore everyone. Like I don't really do it like on purpose. Okay, honestly, I do it on purpose because like I get tired. Of that can't question. answer everyone. Yeah, either. exactly. Yeah, I can't please everyone. But yeah, I get a lot of DMs like that, and then just like a bunch of other DMs and stuff. Like some here and there, I'll, I'll help a couple people. Like you know, first starting out, like I look at their page, I see them putting in effort. I'm like, all right, let, let, me, let me give this guy, let me give this kid some fucking keys and shit. Yeah. Like only I only do that if I look at your page and I see some, like effort that you're trying. Yeah. If I see effort, like if I see you hungry about that, yeah. then I'm then I'm gonna help you out. Yeah. But like if I look at your page and it's like fucking gym selfies, like just like you know random ass stuff on an iphone group mm -hmm. pictures and stuff like it's just like not content pertaining to like photography or what i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna answer like i'm not gonna answer you honestly you're, you're probably doing them a service in that regard because like yeah they're that, probably like yo damn this guy's not answering me i guess i'm not really doing yeah, yeah or like it kind of forces them to go find the answer on their own yeah exactly and then in the search of doing so yeah. they're gonna end up learning a bunch of other important things exactly yeah so it's like if you just like are constantly being spoon-fed yeah every question or every answer that you have a question to yep you're not going to learn anything exactly, along the way. That's exactly. why, like, the motherfuckers who were doing the most failed the most, yeah. and then they learned the most yep. in the process. Because yeah. it's trial and error, trial and error. Right. The experience is going to – once once you fail once at something, it's probably rare that you're going to fail at that again if yeah, you no, yeah. keep trying. You learn from it. Yeah. That's exactly how I – like, when I started out, like, I did everything in my power to do all my research before I started asking questions. Yeah. Like, I, I asked here and there, but I wasn't, like, spamming everyone with, like, like questions and shit like oh how'd you do this how did you do that like i actually tried to research and do it all my like find that shit myself first yeah and then if i couldn't like that was the last resort like i asked someone else yeah but, but yeah I, I feel like if people love being spoon-fed nowadays like yeah. they just want to know like shortcuts how'd you do this how'd you do this? yeah they just want shortcuts and shit i'm like i'm like just learn and learn and enjoy the enjoy the process like yeah you don't want to like fucking take step one then go to step ten like there's no point of doing that because you're like you're not even enjoying the journey. Yeah, you know? I, I, nothing's like worse. Like, and we see this here a lot um, at Power Build. 
especially KOP, because <laughs> everyone, you know, everyone wants to kind of be like an influencer or content creator, whatever it may be. And you're like, I'll hear them talking, like, you know, I'll be at the front desk, I'll hear them like talking up at the, like the lounge area, and they're like, yeah, like, I don't know, I just don't know how to get to 20k followers. And oh, I was yeah. like. Yeah. Like, you're worried about the wrong shit. Literally. Like, literally. You know, and like a lot of them, I'll know who they are. I'll look at their page. I'm just like, you're, you're not doing any, <laughs> like, you're just not doing anything. You're not putting out any type of value. What are, what are people going to want to follow you for? It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, you eventually have to realize, like, everyone's kind of doing the same thing nowadays. You know, again, depending on, like, what category you kind of are a part of. Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone's putting out a lot of similar content. So it's like you just have to keep putting shit out, and eventually it's going to catch on. People are going to follow you. If you have value to offer, people are going to want that value, and they're going to follow. So it's like instead of just like trying to like take the right photo with the right lighting every single day, maybe just try offering value a different way. Yeah, you know, time and time again, exactly. And eventually, it's gonna fucking yeah gain traction, and you're gonna you're gonna end up wherever you want to be. I don't know yeah. where that is. You know, a million followers, hundred thousand followers, whatever it may be. It's like I don't know. At the end of the day, it's like as long as there's like growth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the uh, number necessarily yeah, I know, yeah. counts everyone, or everyone matters too, everyone, as much. Yeah, everyone's too like worried about the number and shit instead of like they re- they care about the the followers more than the content. Yeah. So like uh, I feel like it's like an entitlement thing. Yeah, like, damn, I put out you think this? it's like a status. Yeah, it's a it's like a next level status if yeah. you have this many followers versus exactly. this many followers. But somebody, I don't know if it was like, it might have been like Dana White or something like that. I'm a big Dana White fan. Fuck all you guys if you don't like him. But <laughs> I like him in the fact that like he doesn't necessarily like care if like some of his stuff doesn't you know resonate with some people. He kind of just is who he is. Right. Clearly a successful business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was just like. At the end of the day, he's like, I don't really give a fuck about the amount of followers. He said it's all about the quality of followers. Yeah, so exactly. maybe you only have 10,000, but maybe they're like a true 10,000 mm-hmm. that really give a fuck about yeah. what you're doing, the product that you offer, the service that you provide. Right. Rather than the dude who's like, hundred here's my thousandth day in a row of doing a shirtless flex. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, dude, yeah, I guess you're going to like get some followers, but... What does it matter? What does it matter if you have a hundred thousand exactly, followers? Yeah. If like there's it's no not real organic, value, yeah. yeah, not organic. I mean, it's like no no value you're providing. So like, it's just pointless. I guess at the end of the day, if you're only looking for attention, yeah, yeah. I guess I it's guess, cool. Yeah. I, I don't know, but like people I, have different priorities. In yeah, life. I mean that's just, that's just not ours. Yeah, I just I, yeah. At the end of the day, it's just more so about providing the most value right. to a very specific group of people. So. Yeah. You literally provide value first, and then, like, literally the rest will come. Yeah. Literally. That's all it is. That's And that's, I feel like at the end of the day, too, it's not that like we're bashing you motherfuckers that do the shirtless selfies. I think a lot of times it's just, like, they're misguided. Yeah. Misguided, so yeah. a lot of them maybe just don't realize. They're just like, ah, shit, this person's doing the shirtless selfie yeah. thing every single day, and they're gaining followers. So, like, they kind of replicate uh, that, and they probably see some success. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, why are you doing that? Exactly. What's the goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. I mean... They'll realize it sooner or later. That's with everything. But, yeah, literally, like, you just have to provide value. Because, like, I get so many people in my DMs, like, asking, oh, yeah, what, like, 
when did you start charging for your shoes? Like, when, when, like how much did you initially start when you like how much? How much did you initially charge when you first started? And I was like, why? Like, why? Why are you asking this? Because like I look at their page and like they don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you shouldn't be asking this. Like, you should be focusing on the craft it, itself yeah. rather than the money. Yeah. And that's that's like what a lot of these content creators like think about a lot. They just think about the money at first. Mm-hmm. That's not what you should think about. Yeah. Because you got to provide value, and then the money will come. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like that shows. Yeah. Definitely shows. I mean, the people that are doing it well, I feel like all kind of have a similar mindset to yourself. Exactly. They kind of all started probably fairly similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that's, that's kind of like, yeah, perfect example is like when Russ came here the first time, like before the GBT event, mm-hmm. I shot photos for him. Yeah. And then that led me, like I provided you know photos for him and stuff like that and then that's when rob Lipset hit me up yeah and then that whole thing started happening and then that's how like my name in texas got out like yeah it, it, like is spread around there so it's literally so crazy just perfect a, example yeah, yeah exactly. no that's it's, literally a perfect example literally if you if you kind of provide value eventually it's going to come back to you right. that's why it's like so important if yeah. you have an opportunity even if it's like shit might just be something you're doing for free or like yeah. maybe you just kind of jump in the mix and like Provide some content for somebody at your gym that you know is doing some things, and you yeah. can impress them, and yeah. then, boom, an opportunity yeah. presents itself. Exactly. That's why it's like, you know, the whole getting lucky thing. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not getting lucky. Yeah, I know, right? It's just like you're just like working hard enough time exactly. and time again that the yeah. opportunities are inevitable. Like I made this for myself. Yeah. Like I did. Th- I made. I created this opportunity for myself. Yeah, so and like, it's like it's not lucky. It's if not you luck. do it enough, exactly. like you're bound to fall into some pretty cool opportunities. Right. Like yeah, yeah, like. I love always, it's always a cool, like, kind of hearing, like, your stories and, like, some of the people that you've gotten the chance to work with now. Yeah. And it's just, like. It's just so crazy. Yeah, it's amazing how it's snowballed, yeah, right? Like, yeah, like and when, it's, like, out of control at this yeah, point. Yeah, literally, like, whenever I look at it, I'm like, damn, that's, like, I did this all in, like, a year. Yeah. Even under a year, actually. Yeah. I literally did all that under a year, which was, like, whenever I look back, I was like, damn, that's wild. Literally, like, literally, some of the biggest names in fitness. Yeah, like shot for, like, David Lade. David Lade. Yep. Max, Max. like what the fuck is wild it's just crazy it's crazy to think about yeah you motherfuckers better stop trying to get Sue to come to Houston I'm tired (laughs) of this shit staying in Philly Philly (laughs) Philly boys damn yeah I mean yeah you know I was in I was contemplating of going there though yeah but I didn't I know yeah that's when that's why I stayed here I probably cried a little bit I was like Sue don't leave (laughs) Sue you gotta stay <laughs> no, I remember, I remember the car ride in um, Vegas. It was Nationals. Yeah. It, was, it was you and BK in a car. Yeah. And we was driving home, and then you was asking me about like uh, me going back to software engineering and stuff. Yeah. And then BK was like, CT, don't cry now. Don't cry now. Yeah. And then he, he, he was like, Yeah, I'm not crying. I, I just. I just feel sad. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, yo. I'm yeah. like, don't worry, CT. I'm still be around, man. I'm That's the thing, around. though. It's like, I was still supportive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whatever you wanted to do, I was like, I was cool with. But yeah, obviously, no, yeah. like, I just, at that time, too, it was like, I just knew, like, the potential of what we could do. Right. So it's like, damn, like. Yeah. Obviously, like, if you go back full time doing something different, it's like, you're going to, you're going to have to dedicate a lot of time to that. Yeah, so exactly, it was just, yeah. I was I was definitely a little sad, but yeah. sorry, we here now. Yeah, we here. That actually that that was like the beginning of my quarter life crisis. That was the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that was the very beginning. Cause I was like, I don't know what to do. So good times, good times. What was uh? So 
just to give people some insight, I don't know if we talked about it a lot, like any of your other pods that we were on, but so you you already worked software engineering after school, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you started doing, you know, photography, videography. On the side. And how, side so how long did you work, like, in just, like, how long did you have your regular job before? So I started that in February of 2021. Yeah, 2021. And then I quit November. December? Yeah, December. December 2021. So you were, you were like doing the real yeah, yeah. So 9 to 5 for like exact, a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing that for about a year. And then when I started that video stuff, that was in June. June of 2021. That's when I started that video stuff. It was on the weekends type of thing. So I was just doing shoots on a weekend for free. Yeah. I was shooting a bunch of my friends, just getting my portfolio, building my portfolio. And then around, yeah, around December, that's when I quit. And then I made like freelancing stuff my full-time thing and i started doing that full-time and then i started getting into power building stuff and it was like basically like freelancing all the way up until like june of this year yeah june of this year and then that's during that time i was just doing the freelancing stuff just doing random shoots and stuff and then money was chilling but it wasn't like stable and i, li- I like stability in my life so then that's when I was like, all right, I got to find a way to, like, have something super stable where I can, like, actually know I can do this. Because, like, that's the thing with me. Like, I, I just love stability for some reason. Like, it doesn't even have to be a 9 to 5. Like, as long as I have constant money money coming in, I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. And my parents are chilling because, like, they obviously want the best for me. So I was doing that. And then when, when I become the creator right around, like, that was uh, August, September. Where are we at? We're about to finish up the year. I think it was probably like September? August. I August? think it was like shortly after. It was sometime. Yeah, it was sometime. Yeah. But yeah. I think it was August. Yeah. I think it was August, late okay. August. Okay. Yeah. And then that happened. And then that was, that was like, yeah, you know, we, we had like a full time thing going on there. And I just started getting all these other monthly retainer clients. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, now I'm, now I'm chilling. Yeah. Now I'm chilling. So, so I went from individual client work to retainer work, and that's a key uh, I should drop for you guys. Yeah, that's what retainer I was going to ask. Clients. I was going to be like, how did you get past kind of like a little bit of that like anxiety yeah. of like, I don't have a regular or like, a, not, yeah, I guess I don't have like a regular consistent income. Yeah. How did you get past the thought of like, well, one month could be crazy. One month exactly. maybe isn't as good. Yeah. Should I go back to a nine to five or shouldn't I? Like, mm-hmm. wh- like was it was it getting with like more con- like a client that's like, hey, we're gonna be using you week to week, month to month, or yeah. So basically, like when I was going when I was going through that phase where I'm like, damn, like inconsistent, like inconsistency with money and stuff, because like some months were high, some months were low, and then I was like, I gotta figure out a way where I can like keep it stable. So then my friend he he uh does like real estate stuff for his client in houston mm-hmm. and then he sent one of my uh, one of like his friends from philly from jersey over to me and then that's when i got co- in contact with them and then i was like talking about them about making content each month and just like putting me on a retainer th- type of thing because he does all of that mm-hmm. and he's like he was basically teaching me like how he does all his retainers and stuff so i basically like copy and pasted that flow yeah. and like I, I basically like did that with this client and then I secured that client and then after that it was just like I was like hmm okay so if I could if I could do this if I can do like monthly content for people 
I can do this for other people as well. Mm-hmm. So then I just like put that mindset to other people. Yeah. So now now I'm doing like I don't do individual shoots anymore unless they're like close friends or whatever. But nowadays, if if you want to be a client, you have to do like a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. So then that's basically like how I how I got here. Yeah. So I think it's obviously like one of those things. I just wanted everyone to hear kind of how yeah. you did that or the transition process that like kind of gave you a little bit more security. But yeah, I think uh, obviously it's not going to be like that when you first start exactly, out. You kind of yeah. have to get through that grind. You have to kind of yeah you have work to, with maybe as exactly. many people as possible. Right. So then you can kind of you build your network. Yeah, you build your network. You yeah. filter out maybe the people who aren't as serious. Exactly. The people who are serious, they're yeah. going to rise to the top as a yep. priority. Right. And um. Uh, that's kind of, you know if we're talking more so from my perspective like with an online coaching mm-hmm. um you know business it's like it's kind of the same like especially with especially nowadays online coaching who who isn't an online coach you know what i mean like like everyone watches this is probably an online coach <laughs> but at the end of the day you have to realize like you need some type of stability and consistency right. mm-hmm. so one of the things i did early on was like if somebody wanted to work with me, I was like, yeah, you can just sign up for a month. It'll be like 80 bucks. You know what I mean? I'm like, just fucking please, yeah, just, please work stay, with me. You know what I mean? Stay, yeah. But then after, like, I developed, like, you know, a little bit more of a reputation, got right. that experience. I, you know, um, you know, had a good client base already. It was like, I'm not working with you unless you're committing three months. Exactly. That's the minimum. Yeah. Three, six, 12 now. So, like, unless you're committing three months, I just, I don't really want to waste my time. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'd rather allow somebody else to take that spot who is going to commit three months. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, not saying if you're just starting out with online training, you should be doing this. Mm -hmm. I think you should probably try and get as many clients as you can early on and get as much experience as you can, get as many testimonials as you can, use that to market your, your coaching business. But after you do establish yourself, as somebody who's credible in whatever industry you're in, exactly. make sure you, uh, you know, put put a little respect on your name. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like three months, that should be pretty much the minimum. If somebody can't right. dedicate three months to you, they're probably not the right client for you. So that's a good way to kind of develop some stability in, yeah, in like, a, exactly. you know, any type of online business or any type of uh, entrepreneurial endeavor. Yeah, exactly. So like getting clients is easy, but retaining them is a hard yeah. part. So you just got to learn how to retain them. And then if you retain them, you're golden. Yeah, like very true. You just keep them under your belt. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically what I do now, just retainer client work. And then that's basically like my main income. So I get it's multiple sources. Mm-hmm. So the more the merrier. But big goals for couple next couple of years. So we, we're going to make it happen. I'm in a building phase right now. Oh, yeah. Building phase. Always building, yeah, always, always building. building, always building, setting a foundation, always going bigger every year. So 2023 is, I plant some more seeds. Yeah. And then. Yeah. I feel like 2022, man, you went off. Yeah. I, know. I feel like it's 22 as was as a wild year. I, th- I think it was my best year of my life. Yeah. Honestly, 25 was the best year of my life. But that just like, turned 26. If you guys want to wish him a happy birthday in the comments, yes. he's a Christmas Eve baby. Yes, thank you, thank you. Thank 26. Yeah, 26, 26 was uh old. like that was my groundbreaking year, by the way. Oh really? That was the oh, year shit. that like I literally always tell people I'm like something happened in my brain. Mm. I don't know exactly what it was. I don't know if it was like I watched the right like YouTube video and yeah. somebody like kicked something yeah. into gear. Yeah. But like I literally feel like up until then. Mm -hmm. I was, it's not that I wasn't ambitious or I maybe didn't have like the goals, Mm -hmm. but I'd like, 
wouldn't put it into action the same way. Gosh, you. Whereas 26, I literally still remember like a moment of like when I kind of like, it's like, I don't know, everything Moment clicked. of clarity. Moment of clarity, yeah. yeah. Where I was like managing a GNC, working full-time. Um, I was in the Air Force Reserves. I was in school full-time. I was fucking playing rugby. I was like doing all this shit, and I'm just like, I need to like fucking zero it in onto yeah. like what I really want to do. So yeah. ended up like quitting school shortly after my time in the military was over. Ended up realizing that GNC wasn't it, but it was good for the time being because right. I was able to kind of like do that. It was in like the field. So mm -hmm. I was able to build a coaching business on the side. Yeah. And then uh, once I was like, just like, fuck it, I got to commit to this coaching thing. I think I have like an ability here that I can offer something of value to people. Yeah. Once I just like literally just put all the chips into the table and yep. I was like, I'm going to bet on me. Yeah. Double down on me. That's when shit happened. Damn. That's when shit happened. Yep. That's when I, like my back was against the wall. Yeah. And there was literally no other option yeah. than to have success or win. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know. Would Damn. have been back down to square uh square zero yeah. or ground zero, I guess. But that's like twenty five to me. That's like my Yeah. That's like when yeah. I turned twenty five. So like when you were talking about your twenty five, I was yeah. like, Man, it kinda sounds like a similar experience yeah. to me when I was like twenty six. Yeah. And I always like think to myself, I'm like, damn, like I feel like I had like such a late start because now I'll talk, I'll have conversations with like people like you, David, you know. I feel like I'm late. I feel like you're always gonna think that way yeah, though. Yeah. It's like it doesn't even matter. Like you could be like 18, you'd be like, "Fuck, I'm late." Yeah, you know, some yeah. other dude started at 16, but it's like, you know, you're still well ahead of if right. you were 30 and fucking that's it clicked. True. You know, what I mean, that's so true. like that's why I kind of remind myself. I'm like, it all happened when it was supposed to happen. That's I true. I just clearly wasn't ready to maybe make the right moves earlier on or maybe yeah. i needed that experience years like 18 through 26 to yeah. like prepare me for 26 through now i don't mm. so i think it all kind of happens when it's supposed to but mm. um you know i think there's definitely ways that you kind of can facilitate that to yeah. happen earlier surrounding yourself with the right people there's exactly. no coincidence when all this shit started like clicking for me I was like surrounding myself with better people, people mm. that were doing different things, thinking outside the box, more successful, smarter, yeah, right. better at what I wanted to do. Yeah, like, yeah, your circle so, matters a lot. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. So, if, you know, anyone who's like trying to do something different, you know, maybe they want to be an entrepreneur of some kind, have an online business. I always tell them, I'm like, get outside of your comfort zone. If you're still, if you're still hanging around the same people that you went to high school with, yeah. you're still living at home. Just fucking get out. Yeah. Move away. Like, yeah. move to a different area. It doesn't even have to be anywhere crazy. I literally moved an hour away from where I was from, but it still put me around different people who were all doing a little bit, you know, of different things, having some success in different areas. And I don't know. It just literally changed my whole perspective and it elevated my work ethic. And mm -hmm. here we are. It just kind of snowballed. Sometimes you just need that, like, one nudge yeah and then shit starts rolling for exactly you. exactly i just fucking went on a fucking yeah i know rant. yeah that that's yeah that's Damn. a clip right there that's a clip. i was fucking blacked out there for yeah, a second yeah I, like, yeah I was i was like i was like i was like dang you we're going in right now that's crazy sometimes when thoughts. i have those thoughts though like i just like yeah you just talk like, yeah fucking yeah vomiting out of the mouth i'm doing our shot yeah, we might as well. Yeah, Where are we at time-wise? We don't want to fucking bore them too much, but I feel like we're hitting you guys with some gems. Yeah, literally. Uh, like, hour seven. Damn. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Right, don't one worry. Last one. Yeah, we'll do one last one. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we end this one, but we appreciate you guys tuning in. Been yeah. getting some good feedback on Happy Power, David. People reaching out saying they actually enjoy the podcast. I'm like, oh fuck, you watch? And yeah. they're like, yeah. I'm like, that's sick. Oh yeah. So don't worry, guys. We're gonna get more guests oh, on here. We're gonna get more creators on here. We're gonna get more entrepreneurs on here. Yeah. We're gonna get more of eighteen on here. Just yeah. no, just no alcohol because you gotta turn red to shit. Then you gotta set the white balance and stuff like that. So we're not gonna do that. But we gotta get a bunch of people on here. So I feel like uh, if you guys give us some potential guests that you would like to see yes i feel like there's a good chance we could get them on we yeah. get a lot of visitors a yeah. lot of interesting people that come through a lot of people from the east coast right. you know drop their ads drop yeah. their ads hit hit them in the comment section so we can reach out we're uh yeah we want to drop you guys some interesting content too like doesn't have to be a power lifter doesn't have to be a bodybuilder it can be it could be a stripper content. it could be a stripper yeah like Maybe it could be very- anyone you know what i'm saying like Anyone who's making money. Anyone who's doing yeah, things. Yeah, OnlyFans models. Like, come on. I'm not going to lie. Most of what I like to talk about is kind of business-related now. Right, yeah. Or, like, or, or just, like, people on the come-up. Yeah, like, exactly. I like to hear the story of, like, where you were, right. where you're at now, where yep. you want to go. Yep. Because I feel like nowadays, too, like, that's what everyone's into. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Everyone yeah. wants to be an online coach. Everyone wants to be a content creator. Exactly. So, you know. I feel like Happy Power, we can kind of bring you guys a whole different perspective exactly. than just powerlifting or yeah. just bodybuilding. So, yeah, hit Max. us in the comments. If you if somebody that you like that you think, you know, would be a good guest, let us know. Facts. All right. All right cheers. 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 I think we got in it there, right? Yeah. End it with the I shot. think that's it. Yeah, end it with the shot. Thank you guys for watching and tuning in. Leave us a uh, comment, subscribe, ring the notifications bell. Like, share, subscribe, you know, all that good stuff. YouTube content. That's right. We're out. Bye. Bye.